Hello, this is William Cooper. Welcome to Awakening Together. How are you doing? I trust well. Today, let's talk about letting go of the things that block us, things that trouble us. Around 20 years ago, I was hanging around a very awake, enlightened British man named Tony Parsons. And another man was talking to him, an older man, and he was saying, Tony, I have for 10 years been blocking out all my thoughts. I have not let them enter my head. I've meditated constantly throughout the day. But he said, Tony, I am in so much pain. It's like a dry desert inside. I am so blocked and I'm hurting and life has come to a standstill for me. Am I doing something wrong? I'm doing what I've read in the books and that is to block out these thoughts. Tony said, yes, (laughs) yes, I'm sorry, but you are doing something very wrong. You're using the mind to block the mind. The mind is the block. And when you use the mind to block the mind, you just get more mind. And remember, the mind only operates by blocking the light of your being. Thoughts don't think. Emotions don't feel. They're like negatives or uh, a slide where you project light through them to get an image. And that's how they work. So the mind is just made of a lot of those blocking images. The personality is just a collection of these blocking images, uh, blocking thoughts and blocking emotions. Thoughts that block less let more light through, and those are considered happy thoughts. Emotions that block less are considered happy emotions. Those that are very thick are depressing emotions. But he had used his willpower, his mind. Remember, our personality is just one big getting machine. And he had been blocking his thoughts by using his mind. We could call that repression, actually, right? So that's the wrong way to let go. If we were in a dark room, we might discover that there was a big box that we no longer were using that was blocking the window. And we might shove that box aside to let light in. Well, that would be very helpful, and it would let light in. But... Better if you could just dissolve the box. Because after a while, in this analogy, every thought we have, every emotion we have, becomes a big box inside of us. And we can move them to the side. That's called therapy in most cases. And psychotherapy is very good. It's very helpful. But often it's simply moving the boxes around inside or opening the boxes up so that more light can maybe pass through the cracks in the boxes, make the thoughts more transparent and happy.
and that's helpful. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about stepping out of the system and dissolving the whole thing. That's why in meditation, you are aware of your thoughts, you're aware of your emotions, and therefore aware of your th- personality and your and your problems. Yet you're none of them, you're that which is aware. So you've stepped out of the system, and because you don't engage it, it loses strength and it just spins and spins and spins, dissipating its energy until it dissolves. Well, there's a number of ways to dissolve things that block us. And there are ways to do it that work, and there's ways to try to resolve problem situations that just make it worse. In the outer world, we can do many, many things and be very active and solve problems with action. In the inner world, we have to apply a different set of rules or we get bogged down. So let's consider one more thing before we move on. What has more energy, the sun itself or an object that harnesses the sun, like solar panels? Well, of course the sun does. It's explosive. Boom. Just like you are. You're explosive. The mind doesn't have much power. It harnesses your being, the light of your being, but it really doesn't have any power on its own. It's a wonderful tool, as we've talked about before, but it really has no power. So let's free ourselves. Sometimes we're hypnotized and we're stuck in our personality. We believe we are our personality. And all this talk of beingness and watching our thoughts and emotions just doesn't make any sense because we're so hypnotized. Thomas Jefferson once said that thoughts without actions are simply hallucinations. Thoughts are hallucinations when you look at them. That's really what they are. Unless they're tied to some power or are used productively as a tool to accomplish some means. They're just hallucinations. So let's free ourselves from a life of hallucinating. Awakening is being independent of the mind. It's like being the sun and you're free. You're free to do as you like. You can use the mind or not, but you're free. You are pure being. So how to let go, how to be free of the mind, how to let go of those things that are blocking us. How do we do that? Well, we're going to continue to explore this in other podcasts, but for today, let's revisit something we've already talked about. Coherence therapy. In coherence therapy, a higher truth will dissolve a lesser one. When you see that what you thought was a cobra is in fact a rope, you can no longer be afraid of it. You dissolve the box instead of move it. That's why meditation is so important. You sit down and that which is aware watches everything else 
start to disappear. You begin to let go from that perspective. That's coherence therapy, and we've talked about that in a previous podcast. But it's essential because if you don't step out of the mind, you're in fact using the mind to try to heal the mind. And what you get is what that man got after 10 years of that, a dry desert inside. You're totally repressed and shut down. And you don't want that. So that's coherence therapy. It's very important in letting go. It's fundamental. You have to experience yourself from the perspective of the true you. Everything else can let go and you still remain. If you don't rest in your core, you can't let go because you're caught in the middle of the drama And when you're in the TV show, you can't let go of the TV show. Do you remember the podcast when I was talking about hypnosis? And I was telling you about this very smart valedictorian of his class that I hypnotized to believe that he had 11 fingers. His only way out of the hypnotic trance was an idea that he came up with, which was to place his hands on my hands. If his hands fit exactly with my hands, he would know that he didn't have 11 fingers because our hands would match and I had 10. His mind was telling him very clearly that he had 11 fingers. But if he stepped out of that paradigm and matched hands to hands, it would break the hypnotic trance. Stephen Walensky wrote that book, The Trances People Live. He's a um, psychologist, and he says, hey, I don't hypnotize people when they come into my office. I dehypnotize them because they're already hypnotized. That's because we're so locked into our personalities. We're hypnotized. We believe we are the personality that we operate. It's like driving a car and believing you're the car that you drive or going to a stage show and becoming a chicken and believing that you're a chicken. That's really how we are. We have to step out of that coherence therapy in order to dissolve the trance, to break the trance. It's crucial. You can't break the trance from inside the trance. So, Coherence therapy is crucial in letting go, but there's more. Uh, There are more things we have to consider. In our next podcast, we're going to talk about something that is usually completely overlooked, and it's really almost, if not as important, as coherence therapy. I'll explain it more deeply in our next podcast. I look forward to talking to you then. Bye. Hello, this is William Cooper. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider following me and sending somebody a link so they can enjoy it too. Thanks so much.